You know, being a small business owner is a territory for heroes where you can grow into your full potential and you will positively affect more lives than you know with your coaching. Still, growing a successful coaching business takes sustained effort. You will work your butt off and be all the better for it. Recently, I had a walk and talk with one of my past VIP clients who has thrived in her business for six impressive years so far. Congratulations to you, Shauna. We were musing, why do some coaches succeed in business and others do not? I have a theory about the right stuff to thrive long-term in your coaching business. What is the success factor? Is it learned or innate? In this episode, I share my theory and five powerful questions to test the success factor. Find the full episode and resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com slash 258. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches, have you guessed the success factor I'm talking about? It's drive. Drive is that awesome force that carries you forward on your journey. It buoys you up during challenges. It gives you the energy to climb those learning curves and take risks. Trying to build a business without drive is like pushing on the gas pedal with the emergency brake on. You can't do it for long without a lot of damage. Sometimes when I meet a coach, I sense their motivation to succeed in business. It's a huge advantage, and I believe they're likely to make it happen for themselves. And that doesn't mean they know everything from the beginning. They will likely still need expert help to learn how to niche, brand, position, and create messages and offers that will attract paying clients. Some coaches have a strong passion for coaching, and I believe they will be powerful as a coach. But will they stay the course and build a financially successful business? That takes an entrepreneurial spirit. How do you know if you have enough drive to make it happen in your coaching business? I have five questions to help you test this. The questions are yes or no to keep it simple, but you can take each one further by considering what percent of 100 can you commit to yes on each question. So question number one is, do you believe that you are responsible for creating your own success? The world is not a fair place. I've met people who have been oppressed and disadvantaged at every turn in life, who have thrived long-term in their coaching business. You can too, if you will. And if for any reason you're not up for it, there's no shame in that. You can find other ways to coach professionally. Question number two, 
Will you courageously ask for help when you don't know what to do? It's not easy to ask for help, but it's part of all success stories. There is simply no way that you can know everything you need to know to be successful in your coaching business up front. Even the smartest, most business savvy coaches I've known were somewhat lost after coach training. Get help and let your natural talents have a springboard to fly. Question number three, will you fully step into the role of CEO for your coaching business? Call it whatever you want if CEO doesn't work for you. When you step into that role, you bloom by empowering yourself in a deeper way. You give yourself agency to be bolder and more decisive. You easily own your mistakes and dust yourself off for another approach over and over without getting hung up on it. Question number four, will you do whatever is in your integrity to make your coaching business succeed? I remember a coach who told me, I don't want to do social media, create content, speak or network. (laughs) And I said, then you don't want to start a coaching business. Bottom line is to attract clients, you must be present in the marketplace and attract them. Every coach has to create a customer journey. Learn to do all those things authentically and have fun with it. And question number five is, will you charge fees that pay you well and help you stay in business? Too many coaches start with no or low fees and don't make it past their first year in business. Do the math and calculate what you need to charge to stay in business and support your family. Then stick with those fees. Stand behind them. There are many positive reasons why your clients will respond positively when you do. So if you can answer an emphatic yes to all of the above, and you can say, I'm 100% on each one of those, then you have drive. Now it's just a matter of staying inspired and making things happen. If for you, some of these questions are a yes and some are a no, It bears thinking about whether having your own coaching business is the pathway for you as a coach. If you don't love the idea of being an entrepreneur and all that comes with that, you could coach for one of the growing number of coaching organizations. I found a page on Google that listed a bunch of these, BetterUp, CoachHub, Sharpest, Ezra, Torch. There are others. And there are some for people who are wellness coaches as well as life coaches So you can do your due diligence to find those and perhaps go that way if that's better for you. Many of these organizations require specific certifications. Many of them require that you have held leadership positions or that you've logged a significant number of hours of coaching already. There are some organizations such as Tony Robbins Results Coaching that require you to invest in their training program before you can coach for them. The beauty of working as a coach for any organization is that you won't have to do any of the things you need to do normally to attract and enroll clients. And the trade-offs of having clients handed to you by these organizations are that you'll earn less per client than what you could charge through your own business. And you won't be able to choose who you work with and exactly what you do with your clients. A few years ago, a Robbins coach had a discovery call with me saying she wanted to start her own business because she wanted to earn more and have her choice of clients. 
When I asked her these five questions, she quickly realized she did not have the drive to become a business owner. It was a good call for both of us. So how deeply do you want to build and maintain your own coaching business with all that comes with it? All answers are the right answer. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome. And it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.